Welcome to You Are Being Witnessed with Smiley Sogagnoni and Miss P. Hey guys, it's been a little bit, um, but we're here to, um, you know, share a little bit with you guys and um, yeah, glad to be uh, recording this session um, and looking forward to putting it out there and hearing uh, everyone's feedback on it. Yeah, so today's episode is going to be very interesting, it's going to be fun, it's going to be um, sad as well, but um, I'm just really looking forward to unpacking this, uh, I guess, this topic um, and also just maybe engaging in a dialogue or conversations with anyone who's listening the, to this episode um, that we're about to put out there and see how people usually experience endings. How do you finish things well, be it a job, be it a relationship. And when I speak about relationships, it encompasses all types of relationships, uh, family, friends, uh, romantic relationship, closing a chapter, whenever there's change, relocating, how do you finish, how do you end things well? There's a reason why we're putting it out there, but um, let's let's really get into it. It's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be awesome. Miss um, P, how are you feeling about today today's session? Yeah, it's um, I'd say it's a bittersweet one. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I would say yeah, endings have never been easy for me. So I think I'm definitely still learning in that area. Um, Yeah. But I think first thing is I'd love to thank everyone that has been listening and is still listening. I know some people are still, you know, slowly uh, getting into it and making time here and there to listen. I just want to say I appreciate all the feedback that you guys have given and even just taking the time to listen and to share. And I'm truly appreciative of um, how people have taken note and actually have engaged in different types of conversation post listening to this. And I have felt witnessed from, you know, sharing this podcast and putting it out there. And yeah, and if you've made it this far, thank you uh, for staying on the journey with us. Much appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think how I'm feeling. Yeah, I think it's a it's a challenging one, and I think it's learning to be okay with endings. Endings can be, I think, beautiful. Um, and they can also be the start of something new. So it's good to reflect on the learnings and being intentional and sometimes not just let things to phase out, but to actually face and say, yeah, I think it's brave to face something and say, I think this is the end for me. This isn't serving my current season. Um... And I think God gave us seasons for a reason. Uh, We get four seasons, you know, um, in a year. And I think we have them for a reason. Like, you know, you've got your winter, spring, summer, autumn. And I think for me, when I think of ending, I think of like autumn, when the leaves are like falling off. And then in winter... You know, you have that cozy time. You can kind of reset. Then spring, like, things are blooming. Um, And the new and summer's, like, it's thriving. And I feel like that can be applied in so many areas um, of our lives. I think even in relationships, might not look exactly like the seasons. But even, like, days, we start off with the sun then it's like dark, even though there's beauty in that darkness. Um, 
but yeah i'm definitely still learning in this area mm. how about you how do you feel um I guess part of the reasons why, like part of the, I guess, main reason why we are bringing this topic is obviously of our announcement that we will make towards the end of this episode. But I, I find endings very difficult. They bring up a whole lot of emotions, you know, for me. And it, it makes me curious as in whether endings are change whether as human beings we're good we're good with endings or change or how we've probably noticed it how it's probably been modeled to us even growing up when everything when anything ends do we have rituals do we honor endings or endings are always in a negative like it's always seen in a negative way um if i you know, if I think about anything that needs to grow, it needs to change, isn't it? It needs to not just evolve and like, you know, change also means that there's a death to something uh, as well. Um, endings, there's um, a loss and there's a grieving process. If I think of, I guess, for example, maybe um, a romantic relationship, you know, when you've when you've shared so much with someone and you know you like you'd had a good relationship because you cho you know you were attracted to each other and you chose each other and things don't seem to be working anymore um and you make that decision to walk away whichever party makes that decision that it was it's it's no longer serving um there's grief that comes with that you know there's heartbreak that comes with that they but you know that it's for it's for the it's for the good um but i think often sometimes there's in the the emphasis is on the heartbreak the emphasis is on the um the relationship failed so i failed as a person rather rather than seeing that and honoring the fact that this person came into your life and things just didn't work out and then you let them go everything is kind of fluid i believe that the way i now see endings everything is kind of fluid you know sometimes you have to let go of certain things so that you can be propelled into the right direction, you start a new chapter. Um, but I, 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 there's always sadness for me um, mm. with endings. Even when I know it's the right thing, there's just always the sting in my heart that just goes, oh, it's so hard to let go of something that you probably loved, you're so comfortable with, brought you joy, whatever it can be. Um, and um, I recently changed jobs and I knew that for, for a certain season, towards the end of my season at that other job, I knew that it was time, like it was time for me to go. But having said that, when it was, you know, when it was the week leading up to me finishing, it was probably one of the most painful uh, weeks for me in that job because I know who I was when I first stepped stepped into that role and I know how much I grew as a person as a worker as a therapist just as a human being like I know how much but I knew it wasn't serving me anymore um and it was time for me to go and that was hard because you question yourself with endings have mm -hmm. I done the right thing um even when you know in your quiet moments that it is the right thing for you so there's a lot of grief I think with endings um so it, it is really a hard one um what about you have you experienced any endings lately i would say oh yeah commenting on that i'd say for sure there's a lot of grief and it's important to ride that wave mm -hmm. right and i think that's part of what brings you to the other end um endings i would say probably the most current and most uh in my face one at the moment is in relation to moving mm -hmm. so i suddenly have to move um from my lovely space which we're in right now and i'm looking at it like please may i not have to leave um but i have to move from 
the space that I've, I guess I've made a home and I think that's hard. Um, and then like having to make a decision on a new place mm-hmm. has been like, am I making the right choice? Yeah. Am I going to like this new place the same way that I like being here? And if I think back to even moving back, moving here, I did have the same reservations of, am I making the right decision? And honestly, I was making the right decision. And you just have to trust, trust your gut um, and go with it. Um, Even when it's hard, I think it's change. Change is hard. We get so comfortable. Well, I get comfortable um and change can can be challenging i think about when i left the uk moving to australia you know leaving my job there leaving my really good friends my family i think i'd say that was an interesting ending but um i i don't regret it like i absolutely don't regret it and i feel like when you're in those moments, it can feel hard to stop something or to go into change, to start a new chapter, to walk into a new season, a new day, etc. Um, it can feel daunting because you don't know what's ahead. But I think when you're certain, like you're saying in those quiet moments, nothing, nothing can... Um, can beat that it as well mm. and I guess as well it's like we've been thinking about how do you how do you end things well like in in these situations I think even in a relationship or even when I'm moving I'm like how do I how do I end things well or even when I was um leaving my past job you know interesting one what any thoughts on how people can end things well if if that's even a possibility (laughs) Mm. and i think we have to unpack what well means for you like what well Mm. means for me what well means for the next person and i think it's often very different like if i think of maybe relationships or friendships or maybe let me focus on relationships mm. there are some relationships where you completely have to cut people out and mm. that for me could be represent like it could represent ending things well because i'm honoring myself because that relationship has become so toxic that there is no there's no longer respect to a point where you go, this is no longer for me, this is too toxic, so I have Mm. to cut this person off. To someone, it might look like that's not ending things well. Like, ending things well is so... Like, like you need to have context. Mm. So there is no one thing that says this way, ending things well. Because to some people, it's sitting down and having a conversation with someone Mm. um, and then saying, I don't think we're no longer uh, the right people for each other in this in this lifetime or in this mm. season so we need to end we need to end things i've definitely had times where i can in hindsight i could have ended things well or better mm. in particularly maybe in some you know relationships or friendships i could have probably had some conversations but i think where i was in my journey sometimes i think i was a bit avoidant um and then i just didn't have those conversations so that Mm. for me feels like you know with the knowledge that i have with the work that i've done on myself i could do things a bit differently because i've also had a year where i've experienced that where Mm. i haven't had explanations from someone and someone cut, cut me off um and um, and that that kind of had a sting, you know. And you go, but like in in going back to my comment about ending things well, maybe that wasn't ending things well for them. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I need to give them grace that for them that felt like the only way they could, they you know, they knew how and they could move forward. But from mm. my perspective, it was it, it really kind of hurt. Um, so I think for me now, I have rituals. I now know. 
that some seasons are about to end. So I, mm. I do have things where they've happened so quickly, but with things like a like a job, um, like some letting go of some certain things in my life, I, I just know that that season is coming. Mm. I feel it in my spirit. I feel it in my quiet prayer time. I, I like I know that change is about to happen, and. Like I, I honor that. I honor the process. It's it, it is messy whenever there's ending because I don't think naturally we're men. We we do endings well, so it is like it is a process and and I think it is like also gratitude. Like I'm learning to and it's not easy by the way. I'm learning to remind myself to be grateful even when it hurts. Mm. Like like really be intentional about you know what. If this was meant to stay in my life, if this person was meant to stay in my life, if I was meant to still be in this job, if I was meant to still be in this place, it would happen. There's a reason why this is happening and I need to trust that process. So for me now, it's about trusting the process, honoring myself in it, just also a lot of compassion. Like I fill myself with a lot of compassion and warmth when I know that an ending has happened. I'm about to get into a space of an ending. I'm about to finish something or something's about to change. So I think for me, those rituals are really important. Being surrounded by people that I can talk to about it is so important for me. Um, and sitting in with the discomfort as well, because I, I, I find endings very uncomfortable for me. I like, I want to avoid them. I want to run away from them. I'm becoming a bit better, but I, I would rather avoid them mm. um so that's how i process endings now that's how i look at them it's not always perfect it's mm. messy um but we have to honor that you know change is inevitable um and nothing is meant to be the same forever otherwise how do we grow how do we evolve how do we become better people how do we allow greater and newer things into our lives you know um so yeah that's that is definitely my process with endings mm. yeah how do you process endings processing mm. yeah i think sitting i'm learning to sit with the uncomfortability as, as much as it's hard because I think um, my natural is when something's uncomfortable is to soothe it, to try and fix it. And sometimes I think that can be hard to to want to end things, but then at the same time comfort um, the person. Like, for example, if it's a relationship, you're ending a relationship, I'm like, I still also want to comfort the person because I care for them. And I know this is horrible. Um, and at the same time, maybe I'm wanting to be comforted in that moment. Um, but it's more, you know, comforting yourself and hoping that they also have the capacity to comfort themselves. Um, I think when it's in any of a relationship... I think when it comes to like work, it can be a bit easier in the sense that you have your notice period, mm -hmm. unless I guess you're leaving with immediate effect, which I guess is a bit different. But I think, but at the same time, I find when you serve your notice, at times it can be prolonging. You're like, oh, I can't wait to get out of here. <laughs> can't wait for the new thing to start. Um, but. Yeah, it can be interesting, but I think when it's when the endings are unexpected, I find it's hard. But when it is expected, I think we can find ways. I think if I think back where I would like to do, you know, things better. And I think what would be nice, um, I guess for us today is maybe, I think as well, it's important to look back and, and be, anyway, I, I think I would like to do that. I think it would be nice to look back and be, you know, appreciative, um, 
well, I would like to, yeah, look back and be appreciative of, I think, the things, the conversations that we have had um, over the podcast, um, you know, look back at the good moments, the fav- the favorite moments. Of course, and and maybe that's a part of me being like, I'm not going to sit with the uncomfortable, I'm going to look back at the good moments. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, it's good to... Um, to keep with the, um, yeah, this, the reality, right? It's like, I think finding the balance of the reality, being grateful, uh, having compassion for, uh, ourselves. And I think grace for also how other people end things, um, and grace for ourselves. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you're right. I think we often want to rush the, un- the uncomfortable feelings, isn't it? Rather than sit with them because that's where growth is. Mm. It can't always, things can't always just be like just nice and cruisy. And I think that's where we become complacent or that's where we just get used to things. And I think, you know, the part of the reason why we have, we have, I guess, chosen this topic today is uh, because I think, I think for for myself, you know, I've had this conversation with you partly in in bits and pieces, uh, because of also sometimes the discomfort of ending things, and I think, um, I think today for me, like you know, like shutting this door and saying goodbye to this podcast is is a very hard decision. Um, But one that I feel is is really necessary for me at this point. Um, I've learned so much. I've grown so much just even having conversations with people that have listened to this podcast. You know, some of our episodes have been nearly an hour or over an hour and we really put ourselves out there, really shared parts of our story, part of our journey as friends and, and, you know, as sisters. Um, and it's been amazing to, to hear people say, Oh, I listened to this and I could uh, absolutely relate to that. And, you know, the content is amazing. It's almost like you articulated something that I've experienced, but to hear being articulated that way was just so affirming. Like those, I think, such powerful comments you know i never take anything for granted people took time out of their you know their day their schedule and you know and listened and found value in that so there's a like there's a giving in that you know there's a it's it's purpose-filled it's you know it's part of your calling to you know to be putting things out there and supporting people things that feel and support people so i think having made this decision for myself um you know, arming and you know, and going, should I and shouldn't I? But I think like to honor, you know, the fidelity of your being witnessed and what you're being witnessed means. I think you kind of have to honor this beautiful podcast and go. If you're no longer giving it as much as you were giving it at the beginning, which is normal too, because you can't always give everything hundred percent. But um, it's just when when that feeling is constant and it doesn't seem to be lifting, that's when you have to go, okay, is it just now, is it because I kind of feel like I've plateaued or something, or is it now a decision to kind of go, no, this is it's no longer probably where I'm meant to be placed or where, where I'm meant to maybe be focusing on. Maybe there are other things that I also still need to focus on. Um, but I've absolutely loved this journey. It's been something I never even thought I would ever be able to do, like do a podcast and share so much um, with you and so much with people. So it's been amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm truly grateful that, um, you know, you came on this journey with me, like from just a little idea um, and us just like having a go. And I think that's always like the fun part, I think, is like trying new things um, and exploring new areas of ourselves. Um, and I think that's what I've enjoyed the most. Like I really enjoy learning. So it's been lovely to like learn how to like start something, you know, from scratch and 
you know, from buying the mics and setting up the mic, what's the best thing to do, um, the platform to use. Um, and most importantly, I guess, is our conversations. I think for me, that's what made me want to put it out there. Um, and I think I'm glad people have gotten to hear it. And I think they'll still be able to hear it um, online. Well, I guess that's not something we decided on <laughs> if we're getting rid of the past content or what happened. So we'll see with that. But I think it's like, yeah, it's beautiful. Um, it's been a, a, a lovely season, some great conversations. I think my favorite, ooh, I'm still struggling to pick a favorite. Um, up until now of the ones that we've done. Um, but you know, I know a number of them, actually I think mental health is my favorite because I think I'm in a, a season of being passionate about that, especially within, um, the black community. And I'm just glad that we got to talk about that. We got to talk about our journeys in that we got to speak to Kayanga. It's lovely to have her on. Um, and just, yeah. And what that's also done for others that are listening and that have heard us share, um, you know, and that and help them in the, in their next steps. So, you know, I'll always be grateful that we did this and, I will never forget, I'll never forget this time. Um, yeah, it was a nice way to to start this 2022. Mm. <laughs> it's been a ride. Yeah, for sure. Mm. No, yeah. definitely. It's been, it's been an amazing ride. What would you say, what would you say you've learned about yourself in this process? Um, I think definitely that, like I said, I like being innovative and starting new things. Like, you know, I enjoy listening to podcasts, um, but like actually researching and being like, um, behind the computer and figuring it out. I know nothing about sound, (laughs) but I think now I know a little bit by putting things together um, yeah, I've learned that about myself. What else? I definitely have a passion for, for people in the sense of like, um, sharing my story and how that can help others. Um, like I'm just like, I don't get to live life and go through some of the journeys that I go through for no reason. I think even if just one person is impacted, I think for me, you know, that's enough for someone reaching out for some help because they're like, oh, I know you've walked this. How did you go about it? And me just being able to help them in that way, I actually, I like that and feeling connected to others. Um, I guess I'm feeling witnessed yeah, and connected to a community. Mm. How about yourself? Oh, it's been such an amazing journey, but I think the things that really stand out for me has been um, the importance of knowing what your calling is, the importance of knowing what your purpose is has been something that's really kind of stood out for me. But one of the the other things that I've learned is that I have a voice and my voice matters is probably something that I've learned. But I also know that one of the things that has been really placed in my heart is always to question why I'm doing something. Like, mm. why am I doing something? Who is this for? Is it is this to feed my ego or is this to help others and is it to help myself grow as well? That's been one of the things that 
that kind of really stood out because I think the reason why I bring that up is it's so good to hear people saying, you know, you're helping, you know, just you're articulating things the way, um, you know, I wouldn't have known how to do it. It's so important we're having these conversations. But I think one of the things that I've learned is to not get that, to not get a, a big head because people are giving you feedback and all this validation that the things that you're putting out there and not let that be the only reason that's driving you. It's good that people can say that. But why are you truly doing something? You almost have to go back to the why. But is that why aligned with your values? Is that why aligned with your vision? Is that why aligned with what you believe is to be your true calling and purpose? And if that's not aligned, then are you doing it for this for for the right reasons? Um, I think it's something that I've like I'm taking away like uh, away from this experience. And you know what? I probably would have never reached that point of realizing this or even unpacking things that way had we not been to been on this journey so this journey you know you probably initially answered to the calling of this journey way before like way before i did and i'm so grateful for that i'm so grateful that we started 2022 on such a high note where we're having these conversations that then became part of you know you're being witnessed and the the conversations that we've had are just a snippet of the conversations that we we have and we had so um there's still more but is it in this season is it in this not this year um maybe not for now but i think those are the things that i've learned about myself i've you know um there's so much more but just gratitude you know that you Mm were obedient to that, you know, to, to that, that calling. And you kept saying, let's do this, but yeah. <clears throat> so that, but also prayer. I think I've learned the importance of prayer through all of this. I've learned the importance of humility, humbling yourself. And, um, and the other thing is I've also learned that it's okay to see certain flaws about yourself and not have to bit the crap out of yourself because you've got flaws. That's the other thing. Because, mm. you know, there's so much that we shared. One of probably the most, I guess, the two main episodes for me that stand out for me are around um, identity. Mm. Identity was probably my favorite. And the one about, you know, talking about the body. Mm. And I think it really is a reflection of where I am as a person to have even shared half of the things that I shared out there because I no longer attach shame to those things that are probably my flaws or things that I know that maybe I was a bit wobbly on and I call them wobbly and I, I, I and language is so important in how you label what you believe is your like are your flaws and um, what you still need to work on mm-hmm. uh, because I think in the past I thought pun- punishment of the things that I'm not happy about in myself was what was going to create change. Mm. Nothing that brings fear, nothing that brings shaming yourself will ever create fear. It will ever create change in oh, the yeah. right way. You have to dose yourself with love. You have to dose mm. yourself with compassion if you're ever going to see long-lasting change is probably one thing that I've learned. So identity was really powerful. Unpacking our names um, and the things that we grew up hearing about ourselves ourselves that we're still trying to work on just really letting go was my favorite it it was such a a powerful episode but the other episode around you know speaking about you know you know bodies as someone who's absolutely for years suffered like and tortured herself because she didn't think that like I didn't the fact that I'm even talking about myself in the third person because I didn't believe that I was beautiful I didn't believe that my body was beautiful I didn't believe that my face was beautiful as someone who would be in front of a mirror and not even want to stand looking at herself or walk with a head held down you you know with my head down to now go I can do these affirmations and believe that I'm beautiful I am beautiful I am my body is like this vessel that carries the essence of who I am which is my soul which is my spirit which is the most important thing um so yeah no definitely i think i've been intentional about speaking about flows 
with my shoulder, shoulders and my body carried in a certain way because I own that. That's part of my mm. story. So you have to, like, there's a lot around our podcast, around owning our stories, even the messy parts. So that's yeah. definitely what I'm taking taking away from this about myself. So you know what? And this helped. This helped that process. So, yeah. So I'm just grateful, though, you know. I'm grateful for you as well, you know, that you embarked on this journey with me, that you, you know, we're having these conversations, we recorded these conversations, and that this is out there. It's no, no one can ever take that away. So I know mm. you commented on the con the content stays. We created that with the intention that it reaches mm. small amount of people or a large amount of people. We put it out there, and we hope it blesses people. We hope it heals people we hope it, it it creates people wanting to do the same thing uh, um and we hope that people can just go you know what that really shifted the way i look at my body or the way i my identity is all just as as a you know a black man a black person like a black person a black woman but that i look at mental health and my mental health hygiene is on point because i did listen to a podcast um by these two lovely women that i can relate to because they're also African, they're black and they're speaking about their own experiences of therapy or their struggles with mental health. So that's lots, that's lots. It's just gratitude and just thanking God that we even had the opportunity to do that. Not everyone has the opportunity to do this. You know? Oh yeah. So yeah. It, it's been such an amazing journey. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, finishing well, ending well, always is to be taken in the context um there's a context to it you know um sure. so that that's that's what i've learned i guess in this in this journey Ms. P, that's exactly what i've learned yeah there's a lot of exciting beautiful things there i was like i was getting excited when you mentioned about um with love you know, no change. You you said something about no change, not long lasting change yeah. will come from, um, actually not. From fear or shaming yourself. From fear or shaming yourself, but actually from doing it at a place of love, mm -hmm. and I think we should also do that for even our friends and family and for our relationship. Mm -hmm. But that's a conversation for another day. You've raised some interesting thoughts in my head mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. some stories where i'm like i totally agree actually yeah. pointing fingers and shaming someone actually doesn't bring long-lasting change no. another life no. lesson exactly <laughs> but because if you think about it we're going off topic but if you yeah, think as about usual. it yeah if you think about it and if if i think about it a lot of the things that someone has pointed out to me or i felt I can never speak about their intentions. I felt shamed. Mm. You know, some of that have never been things that I've changed because I wanted to. They've probably been things that I changed because I wanted validation and acceptance. And therefore, in the process, I kind of resented the person for pointing mm. those things out. Do you know mm. what I mean? And I don't do those things in that person's presence. Do you know mm. what I mean? But I do it at the like it, it, when they're not seeing because I'm not going to put myself again into a position where they're going to shame me. So that part of that part of my life, I cut that person off. They'll never know or hear about that part of my life because that mm. comment is done. Yeah. It's already kind of really cracked on that part of my life. So if, if it's a comment about, I'll give you an example. I think it, it doesn't happen as much now, but are I, I, you? When I first got into like fitness, I was lifting quite a lot, and mm. I was a bit more like more muscly than I am now, and um, I was very kind of very strict and rigid with my eating. I, like I would eat bread once a week. I would, like there's some certain things that I was not allowing myself to have, and my body looked a certain way. Mm. And I remember that I would have you know a lot of like either comments whether it's something that someone has seen on social media or seen a picture of me that I would have a lot of comments and I started getting to I started being very I guess very tactful and very strategic around who who sees my stuff on social media who doesn't mm. because people had 
commented on that bit and I just didn't want them to be a part of their life and that's how sometimes I noticed that I, I was navigating certain relationships and only showing them parts of myself and not mm. all of them so I'll only show you all of myself if I feel like you're a safe person mm. I'm not saying people shouldn't give me feedback but I think it's how it's delivered and oh, if yeah. I if it feels like it's delivered from a place of judgment and criticism I'm very hypersensitive to that and I know that that person will never know that part of my life ever again and I'll make it a point which by the way takes away from even me living an authentic life if then it is mm. you know that person is then kind of having power over how I live my life then that's an issue on its own so I thought I was doing the right thing and protecting myself but in the process I was allowing that person to continue to have power over that area in my life so now I think I think the biggest lesson for me with that is people's opinions and observation and comments need to be secondary to what I need. Oh, yeah. Which is very hard for someone who can have some people-pleasing tendencies. Mm. It's so hard to not feel like you want to consider someone else's opinion or whatever of you but i think you come back home to yourself which goes back to one of our episodes about home and what it feels like you mm. come back home to yourself because sometimes we are wired to respond in a certain way because of our conditioning yeah for me when i choose myself now the first thing that happens is i start to feel bad because my choosing myself maybe isn't is saying not to someone else mm-hmm. and i now notice that this is an this is from a place of conditioning like i'm conditioned to feel bad because someone else was disappointed okay so what do you do to do to to with that in the past i would then you know apologize and then do what the other person wanted so as to soothe that conditioning of feeling bad mm. but now it's my responsibility to say i say no because i think that that is me honoring myself and that feeling comes still comes and I have to soothe it myself, but mm. not change my action because I'm feeling uncomfortable. You know? Yeah. Um, Let's sit with that. Let's sit with that. <laughs> Let's sit with that. My mind is like going off to like the next part where I'm just like, tell oh, me, tell my me, where is your mind goodness. going? It goes back to a relationship mm-hmm. <laughs> where I was criticized a lot. By that person. And I remember feeling in that relationship like I was losing myself because of, because of first thing is like building a relationship, wanting to keep the relationship. And then like you're saying that people please aside. Okay. So maybe to keep the relationship, if they criticize in this, this, that, if I adjust, Mm -hmm. but I found I was losing myself. Yeah. I wasn't being authentic to myself. And I had to pause and be like, I have to come back to self. Yes. And being like, what does that look like? Um, And meaning even like, you know, having to end that relationship. Yeah. Because I wasn't showing up as myself anymore. I was showing up as who that person wanted me to be. Yeah. And for them, and I brought this up with them. And for them, they said... They grew up being taught, like, they've become where they are, successful as they are, because they were criticized, because they were pushed and shamed, and it forced them to be, you know, this successful and Mm. great, in inverted commas, person, Um, and that's why they went from that way. But I realized for myself, like what you were saying, I need love. Correct me in a loving Mm. way. If you correct me in a shaming way or in a very not constructive criticism, it's really like, yeah, it's, it's not caring for me. It's killing a part of me. You're not actually caring for me. You're not loving me. You're not creating a healthy space or healthy relationship for us. So yeah, for me in that time, I had to, bring that relationship to an end because yeah I, I realized I couldn't stay navigating myself in that as my true self mm. yeah mm. it's so interesting isn't it because 
I have so many questions, but I want to ask because <laughs> I just think to myself, I think, I think, you know, that's, this comes back to our family of origin. And this also, I feel like it, to a certain extent is a very cultural thing because there are aspects of that, that I've witnessed in my own family as well, you know, mm. where you were um, either compared to someone or someone's child and though therefore there's this assumption that it's going to motivate you mm. to do better but mm. the the seed that was planted there was you're you you're only as good as the other person mm. do you know what i mean yeah. you're not as good as yourself which is why people struggle even with the this whole notion of self-love you know i think sometimes it, it, it's it, it can be used to an extent of like giving people permission to be selfish that that's my thought but i think like in its purest form in, in self-love i don't think i don't think i was taught self-love i don't think um if i think about self-love in affirming yourself and believing in yourself and knowing that you are who you are this essence of who you are with all parts of yourself are good enough mm, you know yeah. i don't i don't I don't think so. And I think a lot of it was being othered. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, and being othered for me is criticism, which is exactly what, you know, this person was saying. They were, they felt like they were supporting you to be a better person by mm. saying all of these things, but they were hurting you. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like there's a hurt. If your words, if your words feel like this thing, if your words, if you saying things and you ask yourself, is this full of like, pure love and the way you would want to receive pure love if your answer is you're uncertain or it's a no therefore you're going how much damage is that doing to myself as a mm. person who lets these things out of my mouth and to the person who's on the receiving end um and it's hard you know it's hard to give someone feedback and saying your words are hurting me the way you're doing things are hurting me because often as people that will be received with defensiveness you know you know, even like as, as you know, as, as kids, even trying to say you're doing the best that you can, you know, so sometimes the comeback would be the best you like the best you can is not good enough. Where do you think you're going to be like me, number eight in class? You know, so and so's child from Swanda is always number one with a good report card. I'm just like, what? Oh, yeah. You know, so yeah, I don't think, like, I, I'm not, yeah, you know, I don't think. It may work for some people, I think, when it comes to being successful. Like, if you need that competitive yeah. room. But yeah. for me, I'm like, please don't give me that. Like, love on me. Like, yeah. and then I got this. <laughs> yeah. I'll shine. But if you attack me, yes. I, I um, like, recede. Mm. Yeah. So it's interesting you say that. And yeah, may we learn to give each other constructive criticism. And even when it's necessary, not because we want to change someone because it suits us. Um, I think it's like learning about people and who they are and accepting them for who they are. Like, you know, it being okay that that person does that thing differently to you. Mm. They don't, we don't all need to cut I don't know, onions the same way, no. just as an example, you know, as long as they're cut, <laughs> it's okay. But I think at times as humans, you can be like, oh, could you, don't you think it'd be better if you did it this way? Mm. You'd be like, what is that about? Why do you need so much control? What, what is that? Do we need to sit down on the therapy chair and have and unpack this? I'm kidding. But it's just like, what is that about? You know, um, we live and we learn. We're not always perfect. We're not, but I like. I would hope that I also like. I also have the spirit of learning and the spirit of wanting to be, to be better and to evolve mm. and to grow and all of those things. Um, but no, I don't think no ever a lasting change ever came from that because as much as other people might thrive on that criticism, honestly, can I just be transparent and honest with mm. that? I actually think that's a lot of bullshit because there's a cost to it. I'm really sorry. I feel like there's a cost in, in another area of their life if they think that that getting success in that way 
is beneficial. I'm, I, 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 what I what did you lose of yourself exactly. on that climb of the ladder? What, exactly. what do you need to go back down and pick up? Exactly. I'm really sorry. I know we're being You're we're feeling, trying we're trying to be politically correct about it, but no, I feel like it's a lot of bull crap. It's like no, how? There's just nothing. Even the attachment theorists to be like, no, I don't think you would agree. Like fundamentally, from a very young age, the things that you need, the nature, the secure attachment, the the validation around who you are as a person, I, I just don't know how mm. um, how you could like teach a child. Like let's give an example of you know how did you learn that a stove like a stove when it's hot it's gonna burn you. It was never around a conversation, right, of going, this, like, this might burn you and this is not really good. We stay away from touching it because it will hurt you and it will burn you. It's always, hey, and then so your learning has always been. In translation, that means you're going to get burnt. You're going to get burnt and you lose your all your fingers in your hand because you've touched a hard plate of stuff. But it's also always learning that a child always learns from being scared of. But I wonder Mm-mm. if you'd had a conversation with a child and goes... This is a stove where we cook stuff, like not in that way, but where things are being, like we cook things, but we don't put our hand on, on top because mm. it, it might really hurt us. You know, it might, it might hurt us. Like, when, look, feel the heat, but you don't have to. You, you don't. Just, exactly. Come, come, let's do it in a safe way. In a, feel that heat. Do you feel the heat? But if you touch it, hmm, it's going to burn you. But look, I'm still saying the threatening part. But this is our conditioning. You're speaking about how we become Yes, but it's in how you say it. Like it's in how you say it. Like yeah. why do we need to change and why do we need to be, put a little bit of fear in? in do you know what it's I mean? Good. Yeah, it, it's the fear part that for me, um, and I've seen it in so many aspects of my life. It's just the fear part where you know when Dyer was probably like me, so rest in peace. Is probably one of the people that listen to a lot of his podcasts. Hindi does this. He says we either do things from fear or do things from love. And he gives this example, right? Mm. Two people that are driving on the, like the same person, whatever, driving on the road. If you're doing things from love, you go, I'm actually not going to speed because I want to be a responsible driver. Um, and I want to make sure, you know, everyone is safe on the road. You're exuding love. Mm. But fear is like, I'm not going to speak because I know their camera is here. And if they catch me doing five kilo and ten, that will then mean I'll get a ticket. And then that will then mean I'll lose money. And that will mean that I, you know, I have three demerit points. Can mm. you see? You're not doing things out of fear. But when you're doing other things out of love, yeah. you go, you know, I want to be a responsible driver. I want to make sure everyone is on the road. I want to make sure that I get I get there safe. So mm. I'm going to do the right thing on the road. I'm going to have my lights on properly. I'm going to make sure that I'm on my lane. You know, mm. all of the things. Can you see? It's love. <laughs> it's calm. It's, it's calm. Yes. It's soothing. It's calm. It's less racing thoughts. Mm. Yeah. So like, when you... Oh, hit the brakes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hit the brakes and all that stuff so when you're doing things are you doing things about fear or out of love now i'm asking myself what too much we all love love (laughs) i love love Mm -hmm. no like what it's making me now wonder because obviously with my move and that coming to an end like living here coming to an end and it being brought on me unexpectedly I'm like, I wonder what Um, part of me has been navigating from a place of fear because um, this is coming to an end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. (sighs) And is fear always real? Or is fear based on past experiences? Or is fear like this? You can unpack it. Yeah. Um, and is fear also not trusting that you're going to be okay? Mm. Whatever happens and however it unfolds. I know it's easy said than done. But yeah. like it's just that whole 
unpacking is really important and it means that when you unpack it and you kind of have a bit of an understanding you're supporting your nervous system to respond a bit you know a bit you know a bit better or a bit differently talking about nervous system i had a moment today of really understanding the power of your nervous system and your thought process i had an aha moment because i drank too much coffee and i thought that was a bit jittery <laughs> Sunday coffee? Yeah, and I, had, I was a bit jittery and I realized immediately that the jitterness, which is a physiological response, was having an impact on my thought process because I started to feel a bit like anxious thoughts. And mm. I was like, yeah, because my nervous system is not really good. I had a beautiful shower, I had a cold shower. Cold therapy is a dope. Mm. I had a really good shower and I was like, all you can do is breathe and be in the moment. And guess what? Right? No, mm, no, cold cold showers i find have really been working for me when i'm anxious sleep mm -hmm. um because you wake up feeling with no sleep you can't process stuff i'm telling you everything feels like even just dropping a spoon will feel like oh my god <laughs> The, the end is all the the end is well done. The world has <laughs> ended. The world has ended. Yes. Yeah. No. No. Trust. Yeah. Everything is crap, isn't it? When if there's a combination of a few things that are not right, not enough sleep, mm. feeling anxious, negative racing thoughts, all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, Miss P, I think we've gone off. Yeah, way topic. off topic. Let's come but back. Coming back to today. What are mm. your parting words? What what are your parting posing posing? Because we still like you're still deciding on what what the next chapter is or what it looks like. What what? How would you like to bookend this conversation? I wish I had a bottle of wine or something <laughs> to end with the tears, but I'm ending uh -huh. with a virtual. No, is that virtual? Yeah. Not the word. No, invisible. Whatever. Yeah. Um, cheers mm -hmm. um, to I think we've done a fantastic job um, and you know clap hands for yourself um, and just yeah my parting words honestly I'm just full of gratitude I have learned so much maybe I could even go apply for jobs podcast stuff <laughs> but it's like I've enjoyed this project and this moment of just being creative this moment of being vulnerable this moment of sharing and learning so much um you know from you learning so much about myself and we can i can always go back to this mm -hmm. um you know this yeah i'm just grateful and appreciative it's not always that you can find people that are willing to journey with you on something. Um, and, you know, I appreciate that, that you were willing to journey with me on this. And, you know, we both brought our strengths um, into it and um, our areas, you know, and you filled up my, my areas of weakness very well um, and complemented it very well. And I think it was a, a great partnership. And I think, yeah, just like, you know, I like to celebrate things. I don't know if that's my avoidant way. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we're celebrating regardless. <laughs> Those are my... Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Amazing. I, my parting words are, you're being witnessed was a seed. Mm -hmm. That's now flourished into something quite beautiful so i want to take this you know this opportunity and witness you for how amazing you've been with the podcast how diligent you've been how consistent you've been and the conversations have been amazing the editing skills have been <laughs> on point from where we started not knowing anything and you doing all the research you're like we're going to improve the quality of this podcast and which we have but at the end of the day it was the message and the content behind that was purely coming from a space of really wanting to grow and learn and just doing it in a very authentic way that was a, such a representation or a reflection of who we are you know um 
as two beautiful women and this is a conversation in the same way we're having conversations on the podcast is the same way we do have conversations when it's just you and I over the phone or in person so there's like it, it was just us being asked just two women with like this 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 vision that was placed you know in our hearts and just wanting to get some of these conversations out there but also wanting to hear from people whether they're having conversations out there and people are having these conversations you know the people that are listening and we're so grateful for you i'm so grateful that uh you've listened and you've taken time and you know as i said for me this is a bit like a farewell and ending um with a heavy heart but um for me i, I think I, I think in honoring this podcast and honoring myself and honoring the partnership that we have it is it is farewell uh and thank you for listening to your being witnessed with miss p miss p i said your name i decided to say goodbye on behalf of both of us because that's my farewell goodbye for now thank mm-hmm. you bye